Glory be to God. Glory be to God. It is a pleasure to be here back home in the house of the Lord, where I know that y'all are being truly, constantly, and continuously fed the word of God. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Amen. It is a, it is a job being a father, but one that has rewards. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to read scripture, then I'll pray, and then I'll be doing what my father would have me to do. If you would turn your Bibles to the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter. The Gospel of John, the 14th chapter, verses 1 through, I believe, 7. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit stop if y'all don't mind. If you have it, say amen. If you don't. Say, wait a minute. I don't mind waiting. God waited on me. Hallelujah. And it reaches such in your hearing. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. That should be enough. Amen. I am the way. Heavenly Father, once more, Lord, as I come before you, Lord, decrease me so that I can increase. Lord, pour me out as a drink offering, Lord. Holy Spirit, may I have this dance once more with you. Lord, do whatever you would have to do with me. I will say what you have to say. I will go where you would have me to go. And I will accept what you have already said. Whatever my lot Thou has taught me to say, it is well, it is well, it is well, Holy Spirit, it is well with my soul. We have to have our mind made up there. Chapter 14, it takes off where... The disciples have been with Jesus for three years, and now Jesus has been preparing the disciples all along to let them know that he was only going to be with them for a little while. The disciples had not experienced and couldn't comprehend how Jesus was only going to be with them for a little while because you have to look back and realize that the disciples saw Jesus as the coming conquering Messiah, and they couldn't understand how could he be leaving us at a time like this. I'm going to put a point in there. Some of us don't understand that Jesus was only there with them for three and three years, and he did enough training and preparation and letting them know that he had to leave, but he was also explaining to them why he had to leave. See, there's a difference because we don't understand that the disciples, they couldn't comprehend how can you leave us when we have already left everything that we have? I think that's the problem with the modern day Christian today. 
We want Jesus. But we ain't willing to give up anything. And in order to have all of Jesus, you got to be willing to give up everything. When they gave up everything, they gave up all relationship and ties to customs that they had had before. No longer could they go to the, the regular party. No longer could they stand with everybody else. No longer could they walk with everybody else. No longer could they have the excuse, let me go home and bury my father. That's why Jesus told him, let the dead bury the dead. You got to have your mind made up when you want to follow Jesus. Can I talk to somebody this morning? When you're walking with Jesus, you don't have time to look back. You can only look forward because there's nothing behind you. Jesus has already got your back. When you make up your mind to follow him, he'll guide you when you won't be guided. They had to come to the full point and realize that Jesus was their everything. When you get to the point that Jesus is your everything, not plan A, not plan B, not plan C, but it's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I've made up my mind. I have come to the point in my life that I realize I have tried everything in my own strength and in my own might, only to realize that I was basically running on a treadmill. Do you know that when you're on a treadmill, it may calculate you running five miles, but at the end of the day, you're right where you started at. I'm tired of treadmill Christianity, and you ought to be tired of a treadmill Christianity because God wants you to go somewhere. Do we understand the word of being called? I realized this when I was a child, that when you're being called, it's the response that you ought to have. If you say that you have been called, you need to be moving. Because I understand when you don't move, there's consequences when you don't move. Uh, 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 see, 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 there's consequences when you don't move. See, I had one of those kind of fathers that when he called you, if you didn't come, there was consequences when you didn't move. See, see you can sit still if you want to, but there was consequences to your lack obedience. See, see he didn't, he didn't, there wasn't no time out. He, he, you might have wanted time out, but there was consequences when he called you. Let me tell you something. When my father called me, there's consequences. And if you are a child of God, there's consequences when you don't move on the word of God. When God sends you a word, you need to get to stepping. Don't be waiting on somebody to tell me, I'm just waiting on the Lord. No, once he done told you, that's already done. We're not, we're not, we're not Christians trying to step into sanctification. We're not doing it to be saved. We're working from the position and the righteousness that God has already said us. We're working from the state of being. I am who I am. That's why I do what I do because that's just who I am. It's not about how I feel. It's not about what you think. It's just who I am. And since that's who I am, I do what I do, not because of you. I do what I do because of him. Because he's been so good to me, I get some, can't help it sometimes. Let me go back a little bit. Sometimes I just can't help but to praise the Lord. It don't matter about what I'm going through. Yes, I lose things. I can't win them all. But my God is able to keep me when I can't keep myself. That's why I do what I do. I don't cry about what I do. I just do what I do, when I get tired, the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of me, it keeps lifting me up so that I can do what I got to do. It ain't even about me. It ain't about you. It's all about him. Disciples had realized that they had forsaken everything. And in Matthew 19 and 27, Peter says, Lord, hmm, 
We have given up everything to follow you. And now you're trying to tell me that you're going to leave us. Now he introduces them to some comforting times. He says, let not your heart be troubled. See, when Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. He says, even though I'm leaving, I got something for you. See, he says, even... Even when you don't understand, just hold on a little bit. I got a way out of no way. He says, not, not your heart be troubled. Therefore, it makes me go back to Romans 7 and 23. He says, I see another war in my mind. Trying to bring me back into captivity. Trying to subdue me back to where I used to be. He said, but don't, don't, don't put your intellect in this thing. Put your heart in this thing. When you get your heart in this thing, it would overpower those things that's coming on in your mind. He says, when you got me on your mind, <laughs> you don't have to worry about what's trying to subdue you. Because once you've been subdued by the word of God, once you realize that you got a testimony that will keep you when you're with some phony folks, when you got the truth that dwells on the inside of you, you won't have to worry about what folks say. That's the problem with too many Christians. We listen to too many different styles of religion. Oh my God, let's get busy here. The problem with some of us is we're trying to take every other kind of religion and try to mix it in with the gospel like we're making spaghetti. Let me tell you something. The gospel is not spaghetti. I can't take everything and put it inside the gospel and make it true. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, I don't need no mixture of no doctors from everybody else. What I need you to do is accept me as the Lord Jesus Christ. There is only one way. The problem is we come to the intersection of life. And since we have had so many different teachings, so many different places we've been, and so many friends that we like, we'll, hell, we'll listen to this type of doctrine, and then we'll listen to this type of doctrine, and then we come up with our own doctrine. And anytime you come up with your own doctrine, you just messed up. <laughs> you know how I know that I know that I know? Because it was Adam who justified when he did wrong. And anytime you know that you're wrong, you will still find a way to justify what you're doing. <laughs> see, 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 listen, when I was out there in the world, you couldn't tell me I was wrong because that's what I like to do, so therefore I could justify it. And I also, I came up with my slogan that they had already made. The, the world says, eat, drink, and be merry. Well, I wanted to live just like that. So therefore, I said, let me eat, drink, and be merry. But the problem is, it was a false doctrine. And since it was false, it couldn't hold me when I needed to be held. So I had to put that doctor to the side and get back in line to the one true and living God. Too many times, too many times, he says, he says, he says, if you, you got to believe in me. He said, I don't want you to believe in everybody else because this is a faith walk. And your faith is only strong as the thing that you put it in. Too many people, we put our, our faith in some false things and we don't understand that our faith is different. When you go with biblical faith, we have doctrinal faith, we have saving faith, we have justifying faith, we have indwelling faith, we have daily faith. But, so, but we have some folks who have little faith. Some folks have weak faith and some folks have no faith. So I'm just trying to talk to you about the true faith. See, if your faith is based upon what you touch, see and feel, you got the wrong faith. 
<laughs> but if your faith is best based on 11 and 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and everything's not seen, now you can walk on something. Because if you got to see it, to believe it, you got trouble in this walk. We come from a different, a different place. We don't have to see it, to touch it, to feel it, to smell it, to believe it. We know because you've been born again. See, 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 let me work with this a little bit more. See, see, for years, I thought you had to be born again in order to be saved. But the truth of the matter is, when he said, I chose you before the foundation of the world, that means he chose you then and he was already working on you. Then when you came to the knowledge, he woke you up. Ephesians 2 and 1, when he quickens you, then you get, then makes you alive so that you can respond to what is already done. Because dead things don't respond to nothing. That's how I know we had it wrong. Because I didn't respond until I was till he woke me up. And when he woke me up, he started me on my way. And when he started me on my way, I can't look back because now I'm alive. Now therefore, since of that, I can't help but to give him praise. I didn't say myself. He said you wouldn't even choose him. You wouldn't choose him. When he chose you, you didn't want to play with him. So what make you think that you chose? You got to believe. Believe in him and him alone. He says, in my father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would not have told you. He says, in my father's house. He says, really he's saying, I was sent from my father, in John 3.16, as a gift. And he has a house. He sent me so that I can make a way so that you can come home and have a place to stay. Amen. See, what we don't understand is Adam and Eve, they ate themselves out of house and home. <laughs> See, See, some of us, if you eat the wrong thing, you will eat yourself right up out of house and home. It, was, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a big appetite that they had, but it was the wrong appetite. See, when you bite the wrong thing, you can get more than what you can really handle. Had he known that that one little bite, had he known that was going to upset the world, maybe he might have had a different appetite that day. Maybe he might have listened to what the word of God said when he told him what not to do. Maybe he would have stood up like a father and said, oh no, I'm in charge of this right now. The charge is on me. But no, he since he kneeled down and ever since that day, then, ever since that day, ever since that day, the house of the order has been changed and now men, men are letting women lead them and the women are leading the men and the men don't want to take back their right position and then they realize that they ain't covered then they're upset. They're not covered because you won't back up on some of these kids and let them understand that when you leave your mother and father, you should cling to your wife. No longer should you be reaching back for my, my, my mama. No, no, no. I don't need to go to my mama's house and eat. If, if you can't cook, I'm going to get in the kitchen with you and teach you how to cook. We can do this thing if you really want to do this thing. But if you don't want to, I'm going to do what I'm called to do regardless 
of you. In my father's house, there are many mansions. There are many places of comfort in my father's house. We all don't have to stay in the same room in the same house because we all come in the house with a different issue. He's saying no matter, no matter what or regardless of whatever your condition is in my father's house, I have room for you. You might have one addiction and this one may have another addiction. He said, but in my father's house, there is space for you. The truth of the matter, he says for us to come as you are. Therefore, he's not limited to what's going on with you because he already knows what's going on with you and he will work with you if you will let him. He says, and I go to prepare. Say, get ready. He comes down here on earth to get, get us ready. And he goes to prepare a place for you. He says, if it was not so, I would not have told you so. He's dealing with truth at its true essence. See, the problem is some of us don't understand the truth. The truth of it is he is who he say he is. And he realized his agenda. He clearly says, I'm about my father's business. It blows my mind when he says, the foxes have holes and the birds have nests, but Jesus has nowhere to lay his head. He says, he was really saying, I don't have time down here to take a nap. He said, I don't have time to go to sleep and rest with y'all and not meditate on what my assignment is. Let me tell you something. You don't have time. They always think that you're going to get to do what you're supposed to do today, tomorrow. No, you don't have time to always keep putting off the word of God. You don't have time to always keep putting off prayer time. You don't have time to always make an excuse why we can't show up for prayer meeting. Uh oh, I better back off of there, Vince. I want to come back someday. But, but we don't have time for God. We got time for everything else, but we don't have time for God. Oh, it's amazing. Now, I, I, they're getting a little quiet. They're getting a little quiet, but let me wake them up a little bit here. He said, I will come again. He says, and if I come, I come unto you. He says, I'm the only one who can come. I'm the only one that can come. That's why you have to watch the doctrine that you listen to. They can preach all they name it, claim it, they want to. But when the storms of life come, when the storms of life come, your name it, claim it, ain't going to help you. I know we like money. I like money. But I found out in life, money can't take care of the things when I get into the storm. I found out that when I'm in the storm, you can't buy your way out. But I do know a way out of the storm. You can Pray your way out. When you learn how to pray and say, Our Father who art in heaven, how would be thy name? When you call that name, it's above any other name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. You're calling on a system that's going to override this earthly system. You're putting the supernatural over the natural. When you put the supernatural power over the natural, it subdues the unnatural. Oh my God. God. That's why the darkness could not comprehend the light because Jesus is the light.
light of the world. And when you got the light, the darkness can't understand. That's why when you become born again, some of your friends can't hang around you because you are walking in the light of Christ. Woo! And where I go, I come to receive you to myself. This is Christ. God gave us Christ. And then he gave Christ us to receive him to himself. But the only way we can get there, Christ has got to bring us with him. It's called reconciliation because that relationship that was broken apart, he reconciles and bring it back together. See, we are on time, but he's working from eternity. So what he does is that which is broken, he takes it from the shop out here and places on the inside here so that it can be presented here. Good God Almighty. <laughs> when, he, when, he, when, he, when he takes that which was broken, let me help somebody. Listen here, Pastor. When he took Mark, who was broken, yes, on the outside, yes, and he brought me in, he's one day when he comes, he's going to present me faultless. My God, that's it. Faultless. And when he presents me, I will have no spot or wrinkle. I will be back to the place that I need to be. You will have no spot or wrinkle. You won't have nobody talking about you. No one telling about your past because your past will be irrelevant. Once you get into the presence of the Lord, you won't know nothing but Jesus. Jesus, you was created to worship. You was created to worship. You weren't created to stand still. You weren't created to stumble, but you was created to worship. And when you worship, you fall into his presence. And I can't see nobody when I'm in his presence. I don't have time to see nobody when I'm in his presence. Because in his presence dwells the fullness of God. Where I am there, you may be also. He presents us. And whether I go, you know not the way. We know the way, but we don't want to set the way. There is only one way. We know the way. Because in your hymn book on page 606, I believe it says, there is only one true living God. Uh-huh. Thank you for the teaching. <laughs> There's only one true living God. We got to serve the living God. If your God is carved and sits with a frown. If you ever look at, take a channel, look at gods, most 90, probably 98% of the gods that other folks serve, they sit there with a frown on their face. I'm so glad that I don't have to look at an image because I have the true image. And since I have the true image, I know my God, he's looking down. And he's setting things in standard because when he sent his son, he had to redress him. He had his son had to humble himself. And when he humbled himself, he changed clothes. He took off some of his glory, but not all his glory. He's fully God and he was fully man. That's why he was able to walk 
and stand where he stands. That's why when he was 12 years old in the synagogues, they couldn't understand the language that he was talking because they couldn't understand how could one be so smart at a time like this. But see, he wasn't taught by me or you or some Catholic school or, 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 or any religious school, but he was taught from the father because he sat in at the first celestial, celestial summit meeting up in heaven. The father, son, and the Holy Spirit. It was only the real earthly summit meeting that was arranged for us down here on earth. And when they got together, they said, we see that we may have a problem that is on the horizon. And so what they did was, since we created this problem, we got the answer for the problem. So the, for the son of God says, well, you give me the suit and I'll go down and deal with the problem. But at the same time, the father says, well, there's two of us involved. Well, the Holy Spirit, he decided to sit on the outside of the thing. He says, one thing I got to tell you, you're going to need some power when you get down there. He said, now when you get down there, you're going to have to leave. That's why he says, let your heart not be troubled. He's saying that when you leave, these boys are going to need some power. That's why he told them, do not move until the Holy Ghost come upon them because you can't do this thing in your own might. I can't preach in my own might. He can't preach in his own might. You can't teach in your own might. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. And you can't walk this world through the, all the troubles and trials and tribulations without the power of the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. And whether I go, you know not the way. This time I said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest and how can we know? Well, if you want to know the way, you got to get to know him. His name is Jesus. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, maybe they couldn't get it. He's, he's looking at him. He says, I am. <laughs> I am the truth and the life. I am everything you need to keep you with the truth so that you can have life. Because there's no lie in me. I am. And I change it not. So once I cannot change, I am who I say that I am. How do you prove that? Because in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. He said, I'm not out of balance. I'm in balance. Because the three works in harmony together. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You got to understand that I am is working on your behalf. You got to understand that I am will be a comforter when you need to be comforted. Why? Because the Father has sent me. But I like when I go back to the first verse. He says, let not your heart. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Well, I don't know about you, but in this world, there's going to be some days when your heart is troubled. He said, ye believe in God, believe in me also. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Well, let me tell you something. 
life brings upon its own trouble in this world. Yeah. yeah. On March 13th, I was at work and I got the phone call from, from the nursing home. And it said, uh, Mr. Stevens, yes, y your mother was eating food at the table and she started choking and she choked out. It's a funny thing because her not eating is what got her in the nursing home. But when I look unto the hills with cometh my help, my help cometh from the Lord. So therefore, my heart is not troubled because I believe in God. Since I believe in God, I have to also believe in his son. I believe that he was buried on one Friday. And I shall not believe that, 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 that he died on Friday and on Saturday he was buried. But the best part that I believe that he rose early one Sunday morning and that he got up with all power in his hand. And that same power that raised Jesus from the grave is that same Holy Ghost power that stepped in the last step of the summit meeting and says, the great I am, here I am. And if you got Jesus, here he is. I don't know about you. I wouldn't try anything else but the Lord Jesus Christ because he's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. When I feel down, I call on him. If the problem is, you got to call him and don't use Sprint, don't use Verizon. Use your 1-800 prayer, prayer, prayer. I pray without ceasing. I pray when I don't feel good. I drive and pray. I walk and pray. I talk and pray. I sing and pray. Because if I don't pray, you don't have a relationship. Time out for a non-relationship with Jesus Christ. You've got to be in a relationship. And if you don't want to get in a relationship, your ship ain't going nowhere. The reason why some folks ain't going nowhere in Christ is because they don't want to get into a relationship. But if you want to go somewhere, unhook from where you're at. He's told the disciples, come and follow me. They didn't understand what they was doing. They was following the great I am. And the great I am, he'll lead you through paths of untainted water. He will lead you in a place that you've never been before. He will lead you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He will lead you. How do I know he's leading me? How do I know he's keeping me? He's keeping me. 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 It ain't easy to keep going, but thank God I got the Holy Spirit that keeps me when I can't keep myself. Greater is he that is in me that's in the world. What you just say? I said greater is he that is in me that's in the world. There's nothing on this world can separate me from the love of God. Nothing. 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 Trials, no. Tribulation, no. Patient, work of faith. And faith, work of intuitive. I'm not ashamed of the gospel that I preach. And it's the power within me. It's the power within me. Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got to feel it. You got to feel this thing, man. You can't play with it. You got to feel it. He's real. He's real. He's real. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Ain't he been good to you? 
Ain't he been good to you? Ain't he been good to you? Ain't he been good to you? Ain't he been good to you? Don't he keep you? Don't he keep you? You told me something. You told me something when I first started. You said, Mark, you're going to see God in a way that you have never seen him before. You're absolutely right. But you know what? I ain't seen the best thing yet. Hallelujah. Good God Almighty. I ain't seen the best thing yet. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about, Billy. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Glory to God. Glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. Glory. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Look. Every time, every time, every time they count my mother out, over seven times, I talked to hospice. They count her out. Told me, call your little brother and make arrangements. They didn't understand. My mother had already made arrangements a long time ago. (laughs) That's why I'm crazy. That's why I'm crazy about Jesus. Because I get to see his hand. And when you can't see his hand, I don't have to touch him, smell him. Because I know that I know that I know that I know. Good God Almighty, and I got two more to go today. Oh my God, have your way, Holy Spirit. Do what only you can do. See, you're going to meet him one day in the pain of your suffering. And do not decrease, but increase. Yeah. <laughs>